This is the Variety Sports Network created for the fans, by the fans. Now to your host, it's a night show. Hey, that's me. I'm Brandon. That's Dylan. That's Dylan. And uh, we're your hosts for today's show, Before the Win, your fantasy football podcast. We're super excited to be here today. Dylan, how's your Thursday been? Good. It'd be a whole lot better if I didn't have to work. Uh, yeah. I did that today. So we have sat through this last week of professional development stuff has been crazy. It's been nuts. And I'm glad I don't have to do it tomorrow. My brain is all over the place with it. Yeah. I just want to uh, not work. Yeah. That'd be nice. Yeah. That'd be nice. Open house tomorrow, too. I also uh, want to win the lottery, and that's never going to happen. That, well, it might. You never know. It's not not going to. You never say never. Well, I'm saying who that. Is it, who is it that said never say never? Is it was it Miley Cyrus, Jonas Brothers, somebody like that? Biebs. Biebs? Okay. So Justin Bieber. Yeah. Well, I'm saying never. I'm saying I'm saying never. Never say never. That's fine. Deal, deal. So let's talk really, really quickly, um, and then we're going to move into. We'll start at the AFC South, and then we'll jump over to the NFC South, uh, just because the NFC South is a little more exciting than the AFC South. Um, so we're going to make you wait till the end of it. We are live here at the In the Clutch Studios, so for today's show. So if you get a chance, go over to In the Clutch. Use all caps to write sports. Uh, is a promo and you get uh was it 10 percent off your whole order it's a pretty solid deal they got a lot of cool stuff nhl mlb some vintage vintage stuff a lot of cool things there in the clutch so make sure you go check it out use code all caps variety sports and uh go grab you some gear for the for the upcoming season so let's talk about two big things really quick one dalvin cook to the jets two zeke to the patriots how does this affect fantasy football? And how does it affect you drafting a team? How does it affect fantasy football? Uh, so Jets or Dalvin Cook to the Jets? That's a hard. I mean, both of these are really hard ones. Uh, one because we all know what Dalvin Cook can do. Uh, he's had uh, even with like injury, like an injured shoulder, what, what he's had uh, right. like you know, his whole career. He's been like probably a, a, a top 10 back every year in fantasy mm-hmm. um, because he can do it all. He can run. And we all know what happens when he gets in the open field. He's gone. He's he's right. ridiculously fast. Um, <clears throat> he even caught a lot of passes last year from Kirk Cousins. So he's pretty reliable out of the backfield too. That's why a lot of people took him. Uh, not necessarily like took him so high, but that's why he was uh, – I, I actually think I snagged him um, – Snagged him in the fir- or first round last year. Yeah, I had the 10th pick, so I got him first and then Joe Mixon second. Uh, so, he, in my eyes, he probably is a top 10 pick when he's healthy. Um, the only thing I don't like about him going to the Jets, um, even though there's a bunch of upside, is that Brees Hall is still there. Right. And everyone likes Brees Hall, and he's young, and he's fast, and he's good, and he does exactly what Dalvin Cook does, even though he's we only saw him last year. The pieces, right. the pieces that we saw, I think that's really that, – that's all that anyone needed to see. So the only concern I have is that maybe the roles are going to be split, almost like a uh, – almost like uh, – I mean, you know, almost like uh, Mixon and uh, – um, I can't think of his last name, Perron. 
Uh, yeah, Samaj Piran. Yeah, uh, almost kind of like that. You know, they split a lot of reps. Uh, I know that Dalvin Cook split um, reps with Alexander Madison. Um, so yeah. that's the only thing that I don't like is is that you know Brees Hall is not he's not Madison he's not right. uh, Perrine or whatever he's actually he could he's a starter. So either they're gonna have to figure out who's gonna be the starter, or it's gonna split carries in the backfield. And obviously, if you play fantasy football, you know that 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 impacts um, a running back's stability in the game mm-hmm. a lot. So I don't really know what to think about that, just because it sucks that it's happening now. Right, we're not going to be able to see how they split it up at all. Right until the season starts. So I wouldn't say don't draft Bre- Bre- uh, Bre- or Brees Hall, and I, w- and I wouldn't say don't draft Dalvin Cook. I would I would say draft both those guys, but maybe just be weary and keep in your head that they more that more than likely they're going to mm-hmm. have some carries. So. Yeah. I, I think what we're going to see is, I mean, even, even with even, – even in New England, because um, you got Ramadre Stevenson – and now you have Zeke in the backfield. So, um, and it's kind of the same thing that, that we're seeing in, in New York with, with, with Priest Hall and Dalvin Cook now, is that we're probably going to see more 50-50 instead of, you know, the, the load being strictly on Ramadre Stevenson or on, on Brees Hall. So now they're, now they're going to have to, because th- those are two guys who are expecting carries, Zeke and Zeke and Dalvin Cook. They're expecting carries. They want carries. They want yards. Yeah. They want to score. So they're not going to get the touches they want. They're not going to be happy, first off. And then, two, it's going to affect what the other guys are doing um, for their, with their teams. The only other thing that I would say is that um, I'm going to disagree with you just a little bit. Sure. I would draft Zeke higher than Dalvin Cook um, just because, oh, yeah. one well, – the Jets' offensive line is awful right now. Um, I've been watching practice tapes. I've been watching hard knocks, and uh, they were practicing against the Panthers, and they could not stop the Panthers from getting to Aaron Rodgers right. at all. So bad that Robert Sala actually came into the – after the practice, actually came into the room with all the players in there, um, I guess when they were watching tape or whatever, and said that that was our one chance to establish who we are and show everybody that this is not the same Jets offense, and mm-hmm. we failed because the offensive line cannot get it going. The off- They actually tried 18 different combinations in the two days at practice with the Carolina Panthers. That's how unsure Robert Sala, of, Robert Sala is with the Jets' offensive line. So there's a lot of trouble up front, but as far as Zeke, I think he will be more of the number one back than Dalvin Cook will be. One, Brees Hall is way better in my eyes is better than than is better than Ramondre Stevenson. I right. think he's overall, and I think Ramondre Stevenson is going to go back into that role where he's just a pass catching back. Zeke, I think is going to be the three down back. Sure, I a hundred percent believe that's what's going to happen. And obviously, we all know that the Patriots have always had a really really good offensive line. That's always true. have, just like the Cowboys, always had a good offensive line. So that's just another two things that can that that uh, that concern me is, I think Zeke will be more the starter um, yeah. and share less carries with Stevenson. I, they're still going to share, 
but also with the Jets situation, uh, keep an eye on the offense line because if you watch Hard Knocks and if you've been watching ESPN or any sports show right now when they talk about the Jets, like I said, they tried 18 different combinations in two days of, of offensive line guys of offensive line because that's how oh. bad that's how bad it is right now. And I haven't watched have, Hard Knocks yet, so I didn't know that. Yeah, you have wow. You have probably a top five quarterback right now in the NFL on your team, and they had a hard time keeping Carolina away from him at practice. And he's not even Carolina's probably starters. It's probably their second or third guys. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it was, it's a mix between – I would say when Aaron Rodgers is out there, I would say it's starters and probably second string. But wow. they had they they were having a hard time. You know, the first couple of plays, they looked really good, but they got shut down, man, bad. Yeah. Like, like I said, so bad so-and-so. If you go watch the clip of Robert Sala said, he basically nuked the offense line and said it was your fault. It's 100% your fault. That's basically mm-hmm. what he told the offensive line. So just keep an eye on that. I'm not saying don't get Dalvin Cook. But right. uh, if Zeke is there, I think personally I would rather have Zeke over Dalvin Cook. Mm-hmm. So. That's fair. That's fair. Um, we actually have a, a quick little uh, a quick question, then we're going to move on to some AFC South stuff. Um, so this is from – I hope I don't butcher that. It's, is it Ashan? I'm guessing it's Ishan. Ishan. So he's confused on who to take number two in a 10-man PPR league. Yeah. Um. You're probably not going to get Justin Jefferson, so the second best guy is going to be Jamar Chase. Maybe, 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 because I had the number two pick. I know you do. Somehow, I, I don't know pick. how you managed to. Do, you managed to. to I won last year and had the number two pick this year. Yeah, I don't. I don't um, want you to give out your advice on you know who you're planning on picking or whatnot. But I would that say would be my guy is Jamar Chase. I would say it's between three people, to be honest. In my eyes, I I really think it's between three people and three people only because. These are the three people that are going to get you the most points at the second spot, other than the quarterback. Okay, right. obviously, quarter like Patrick Mahomes is probably going to get you thirty-seven points, but I I would not say draft him with your second pick. I that I would not do that at all. I would not do that. Your three, I, I think the top three guys obviously um, are going to be Jamar Chase, mm-hmm. CMC, Christian McCaffrey. Oh, that's a good one. I forgot about him. Or Austin Eckler. Yeah, you're looking at you're, yeah, you're looking at two running backs that are, that are going to get you in easy twenty plus points a game. Mm-hmm. Easy, no questions about it. And then also you have a receiver um, when he's super solid. I know last year he had a good year. He, he had a decent year last year, um, right. but he also has like one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. So he's always going to get the preferred method of the ball. Always. Right. So that's another guy who's going to get you 20-plus points a game, just like Justin Jefferson is probably going to get you 20-plus points a game. Right. Um, so those are the top four guys. I would say Justin Jefferson or Jamar Chase are probably going to go first. Um, I would say Justin Jefferson probably. But mm-hmm. just keep in mind, um, I like taking runner backs over receivers. That's just me personally. But I would say uh, Eckler, CMC, or Jamar Chase yeah. will probably be the next three picks after that, I- if, if I had to guess. For me, for me, for me, it's the opposite. So I like picking wide receivers over running backs. That's because, what you're doing. Well, I mean, I mean, it, it, <laughs> no, no, it, no. It's not a bad. It's not a bad. Uh, it's it's tough because there, there, you have such a good receiver in Jamar Chase. Yes. Then you also have a because I'd imagine Justin Jefferson or Christian McCaffrey is going to go. Uh, 
first. One I, or two. I, they should I, go yeah, one. If not, the next guy. If if Christian McCaffrey happens to go first in your in your league, you you best you take Justin Jefferson, Jefferson right now. Yeah, you take Justin Jefferson. So if that's if that's the case, if Christian McCaffrey gets picked first, or or Jamar Chase gets picked first, or for some reason Patrick Mahomes gets picked first, which I've seen before, mm-hmm. um, Justin Jefferson would be that guy. If Justin Jefferson gets picked first, I I wouldn't. I, yeah, there, there's there's three guys like like Dylan said. There's three guys there that you can go with: Jamar Chase, Eckler, and McCaffrey. For me, I'm I would have to ch- try to decide between McCaffrey or Jamar Chase. That's exactly. Uh, I, would, I would yeah cancel Eckler out. I'm. It's it's hard to do because Eckler actually beat out CMC last year in points per game. Right. So, but this is a full year with the 49ers now for CMC. Right. Who looked damn good the nine games that he did play or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I would say Jamar Chase, Eckler, or McCaffrey probably be. That's who I would be looking at for the number two. Um, I'm more prone to running backs because there isn't a whole lot. That's, That's true. Just, there's not. And there is a – I don't care what anybody says, this year especially, more than any other year, there is a significant amount of receivers. Right. A significant. Um, I've always had like a later pick in the draft, so I've always went running back because most of the receivers are gone. Like like the top, top five are usually gone. Um, so this year's gonna be a little harder for me because now I actually have a chance to get like a top, like a number one or number two receiver. Mm-hmm. So it's it, it's a hard choice for me. But if you have the number two, those are the three guys. Me personally, that's why I would look at. I think those are the next three best guys off the board, right there. Yeah. So because uh, we saw Eckler get thirty plus points, we've seen McCaffrey get you know twenty eight thirty. We've seen Jamar Chase get thirty. So these are all guys who can actually get you 30 points a game. So just keep that in mind. Yeah. I I, I would agree. Um agree that it that it just depends on who who goes first. It really does. Cause I we've I've seen people take um I mean, and some people don't think that Justin Jefferson's gonna go first. Some people think that Jamar Chase is the best receivers. Yeah. And uh you watch ESPN stuff, don't get too focused on that because a lot of these guys they're biased just like we are. I like running backs over receivers, but I've never had an early pick. Right. Before this, I think the I think the highest pick I had was like sixth. Six. I, I've never had anything higher than that. Um, so it's gonna be hard for me. But some guys will tell you that CMC or Eckler needs to go first because they're dual threat running backs. They can catch and they can run, and they're gonna get you 25 points a game. Some people think Jamar Chase should go first. Some people think Justin Jefferson should go first. I think I've seen some people say that. Um, Mahomes should go first. I've seen some ESPN guys say that Travis Kelsey will probably go first. Um, so just because of what he does, that's true. You know, he, I guess, he, I guess I could, has, I could see it out of all the receivers he has, he ranks number one in yards after catch, and that's with tight ends and receivers mixed together. So that was for last year. So honestly, it's just what you want. If you have the number two pick, any player you snag right there is going to be solid. Yeah. But that's going to be your number one guy. So just just keep that in mind. That's going to be mm-hmm. the dude. So, so just keep the in mind. Keep everything in mind. Yeah. But Jamar, yeah, I, that's a good pick. Who? 
Jamar Chase. I would say Jamar, Jamar Chase or CMC. Yeah, that's 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 really it for me right there. It's tough. It's tough. And it if is. you if you get the if you happen to get the first pick, go Justin Jefferson. Yep, hundred percent. Unless you that's, really want a running back, then Christian McCaffrey. But yeah, I was yeah. yeah I would say just I would say J Jeff if you're number yeah. one. So for sure. So let's move on. Thank you for your question. We appreciate you watching. So appreciate keep it. bringing them in. Whatever kind of questions, let let everybody know. We're, you know. we're happy to answer those kind of questions as much as we can. With the, with the depth and the knowledge that you know, both of us have been playing fantasy football for a while, we just are now doing a show about it. So uh, yeah. it's a fun time. Let's talk about some impact players in the AFC South. And the first one that comes to my mind, and the first one I imagine that should come to your mind, is Ryan Tannehill. I'm just kidding. It's not Ryan Tannehill. It's Derek Henry. I will get off the show <laughs> right now. It's Derek Henry. What it's people it. have on him – for a key, he's awful, so let's not even get started on He's that. the Kirk Cousins of the AFC. He's Leave not a Kirk Cousins. <laughs> he is. He's terrible. Um, Kirk Cousins of the AFC. You say I it's like two? That. I said Derrick Henry. Nice. Number one? Uh, just as, just a, just an impact player in the AFC South when it comes like, to fantasy football. Like the number one impact player? Because. I mean, who else is there? There's also, I mean. There's one guy is less than the others, but I think there's two. I mean, there's two that come to mind for me. I already know you're high on Jonathan Taylor, so yeah. But he's he's the lesser of the three guys because three he's guys. good, but I don't think he's like. I think Saquon Barkley's better in the AFC South. No, I'm saying like I think oh. I think Saquon's better than than Taylor. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think Trevor Lawrence is going to be. Oh, really that's fair. That's fair. Really I forgot good. about. I really do. I hate hyping him up because I didn't think he was that good coming in, but yeah. I think he's going to be good. And then also the next one who I might, who I think I'd take over Derrick Henry. I know. I know. Calvin Ridley. I'm not going to lie to you. I think Calvin Ridley is going to be, you got, you got to remember, just, just bear with me for a second. Bear with me for a second. I'm always here. So I'm here. You got to remember before he took, the year off for mental health and then got in trouble for gambling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He took over for Julio Jones. For like 1,400 yards. He was he was number one on that team. Yeah. He was number one for the Falcons. And it, they've been interviewing this guy, and he said he's back. He said he's better than ever. He said he's in the best shape than when he was in Atlanta. He's in the best shape of his life right now. They're not in a hard conference. They're not no. in a hard division. They are they're in a hard conference, not a hard division. They have a decent offensive line, they have good weapons. Trevor Lawrence is gonna be a freaking dog. Yeah, and he is in my eyes. I know Christian Kirk's there, but I think he's easily gonna be the number one. I don't think there's any question about it. In in, in Jacksonville, yes. Really? I could see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, it would I think if I'm doing a fantasy perspective, I'd probably take Derrick Henry for now. Yeah, but it it wouldn't hurt me if I took Calvin Ridley over Derrick Henry. Well, that that's that's what's cool about it about what we're doing with this and trying to change up the format. You know, going away from the you know, top three players from each team to just talking about the division itself is we can bring in those kind of players a little bit more. So bringing in Ridley, perfectly cool. Like I I think he could have a he could have a fantastic season. Trevor Lawrence could. Travis Etienne can can have a good season. 
uh, and who's the, the the one guy that that really had. I mean, I don't I don't know how much how many carries he'll get, but if we're talking about Jacksonville, is Tank Bigsby? Have you seen him play yet? Uh, a little bit, yeah. He's pretty solid. He's a pretty solid guy. He reminds me a lot of Jamar Jamar Gibbs up in Detroit. If he gets that opportunity, I don't think he's going to let it go. I would I would agree. Yeah. We were talking about Trevor Lawrence, so really quick. Um, he's, t- what, 25 passing touchdowns last year, so eighth uh, for quarterbacks, 4,113 yards. He had 1.1 in- interceptable passes per game. So PBR-wise, that's pretty solid. Um, he had 600 or 389 completions on 854 attempts. Uh, with only eight touchdowns or eight interceptions on the season, which puts him about 300 points on the year. It's yeah. Pretty solid numbers. And I think like the last nine games, I'm pretty sure he led like QBs in almost like every like every category. That wouldn't surprise me. So his last nine games, so he – Jesus. Kansas City, he went 29 – week 10. So Kansas City, 29 of 40, 259 yards, week 12. So it was a bye. Week 11, week 12, 29 of 37, 321 yards. And after that, I mean, he had a fantastic game against Tennessee, 30 for 42, 368 yards and three touchdowns. And the week after that, when they went and played Dallas, uh, 27 completions on 42 attempts, 318 yards and four touchdowns. Guy's good. He could help you win a fantasy championship this season. He could make a run for MVP. I like it. A hundred percent. And with Calvin Ridley, when Calvin Ridley, the year he took over for Julio Jones was 2020, whenever he took off for whenever he took over for an injured Julio Jones, and he mm-hmm. was the guy, because other than that, the first two years, he was not involved. Um, I mean, he he had eight hundred, he had over eight hundred yards in 2018 and 19 before that. So he was involved, but not like heavily involved, because that's when right. Julio was like insane. When he took over for an injured Julio Jones. He was targeted 143, 143 times, caught 90 of those for 1,374 receiving yards, averaged 15.53 yards a catch, had nine touchdowns, okay? His catch rate was 63%. Or, I'm, uh, yeah, 63%. Um, and then the year after that is when he had his mental health issues after about five games. But through those five games, he was targeted 52 times. He caught 31 of those. Okay, and then he took off, then he took off for his mental health, and then he came back, and then the whole gambling thing they found out, right. yada, 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 suspended. And I was back in Jacksonville. I'm telling you, with this guy there, I think, I think Calvin Ridley is going to be a number one. I think Calvin Ridley could probably help you win a fantasy championship. Mm-hmm. I think Calvin Ridley is going to be one of the best wide receivers in the NFL this year. And I think as long as Trevor Lawrence stays healthy and does what we know he can do, I think that team could make a run in the playoffs, not for a Super Bowl necessarily. But I think right. they can make a decent run in the playoffs, um, and we can really see what these guys are made of this year. I think that the, the AFC South is going to be that division that is actually going to be pretty decent outside of maybe Indianapolis. Yeah, well, um, and, I think, and the Texans. I, I think know. the Texans will be all right. I don't think they're going to be like a superstar team, but I think they'll they'll finish better than uh we think. Um, is there anybody else from the AFC South that that? You know, could could be that impact player for your fantasy team this year. Um, let me see. I, I mean, I, we can talk about. I mean, I 
Derrick Henry stuff pulled up. Um, yeah, I mean Derrick Henry. I mean, obviously Derrick Henry. Obviously, it's Derrick Henry. I mean, even when people thought he was bad last year, um, he didn't do terrible. He didn't have a year like no. he usually does, but he still had a pretty good year. Touchdowns. And the year last before year. that, you got to remember when I had him before he broke his foot, or was yeah. that last year? No, that was, no that was last. That was last year. That was last year. No, it was, no, not. It was two years ago. Two years ago. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Whenever he, whenever he broke that that bone in his foot, mm-hmm. he was st- he didn't play like the rest of the year. Yeah, I think there was like eight games left. Or he played games. the playoff. He played the playoff game, and then it was not so good. Yeah, bad. I think there was like still like ten games left when he got hurt or whatever. Yeah, and he was still at the he was still the rushing leader for like another five weeks after that. <laughs> right. So. Yeah. Derrick Henry last year, so he's going into his eighth season. All with Tennessee. So he's still technically, I mean, what we would consider a prime running back, like prime age for a running back. Um, he's only 29. 13 touchdowns last year, 1,538 yards, uh, and he only had four drops in the passes he went or passes he had. Um, but, I mean, he had quite a few points. Yeah. I don't remember who had him in our league last year. There was you, wasn't it? Was it me? I think so. I don't remember. I thought you Am were. I drafted in this year? I don't know. I have like the – what pick do I have? I have like seventh or seventh yeah. pick. Just keep in mind, guys, he is not a pass catching back. Not no. saying don't draft no. him because yeah. he can definitely get your points. Yeah. He's, he's proved that. All right. But just remember, he's one-dimensional. So if they stop the run, if they go up against a team that shuts down the run completely, it's hard he's, he's basically done for the day. Yeah. Um, he had receiving wise, he you know, 33 targets or 33 receptions, 41 targets, so not not awful. I mean, didn't get any no receiving touchdowns, only six fumbles, three of them were lost. 18.9 points on the season, which puts him at 302.76 points on this on the year for PPR, at least one point PPR, which is second best in his career, yeah, for on, on a not very good team either. Yeah, they were so, okay, they were okay. Um, I, I would say uh, Dalton Schultz um, for the Texans. Yeah, tied in for the Texans. Yeah, he'll probably. I'm not saying he can help you win a good fantasy chain. Uh, he not not saying Good. he can help you win, but yeah. I think he might be a solid tight end pickup. Um, Nico Collins is pretty good on the Texans. He's all right, yeah. still rookie. he will be decent. And then they have John Mechie the third for Alabama. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think Mitchell, he might be Mitchell. all right if yeah. he can figure himself out. But I think Schultz might be a good option because mm-hmm. um, if you're looking for like a tight end in, in the later rounds, you don't really have anybody. All the good tight ends are gone. I think he might be a solid pickup. Um, right. Just for the simple fact is that it's a brand new quarterback. It's a bad division. I think they might. He, he's a, he's a veteran. He did really well in uh, Dallas, and I think yeah. CJ Stroud might trust him a little bit. And uh, and those red zone opportunities or to get those big yards, they might go to him. So just keep that in mind too. Yeah, I, you know, you talk about guys, you know, guys from the Texans, um, the running back. I forgot the running back's name. It was really Damian high. Pierce. Damian Pierce. Mm-hmm. He he was very high on a lot of boards last year. Kind of the same way with, uh, was he high on? He would. I felt yeah. like he was higher on boards than he probably should have been. Yeah, he did all right. He did okay, he, but yeah, I wouldn't say draft him as your number two. No, more like a flex. Yeah, or back up whenever nine, he ten. Yeah. Round guy, um, he's not a sleeper because he can definitely produce. He can he can get no, you yeah. some points where you need him. 
um, where, where you need him. But we're talking about another guy within that division. It's another running back. It is Jonathan Taylor. And he was a leading rusher the two years ago, three years ago now, two years ago, right? Two years ago. Yep. Uh, he could easily be that, you know, that top guy in, in, he could be that top guy again. They don't have a great team in Indianapolis. He's still struggling with some injury stuff. Um, I believe it's hamstring or something to do with the lower body. Well, that um, and they're having a lot. There's a lot of drama with him not getting paid either right now. Yeah, but they did announce Anthony Richardson as the starting quarterback, so that might help some clear up some of that that you know stuff that's that's floating in the air in Indianapolis. Just keep an eye on that, guys. Um, I would really hate to tell you guys to draft him. And then it turns out like a Le'Veon Bell situation where Le'Veon kind of led everybody up to the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. And then at the last second said, I'm not playing this year. Right. And then people who drafted him basically wasted a pick. Yeah. So just keep that in mind. I'm not saying don't draft him. Chances of him playing are probably pretty high. Um, yeah. He's on the he public right now. But. And he is one of the better running backs in the NFL. Yeah. So just – Keep an eye on stuff like that. There's a lot of drama. He's mad. A lot of running backs are mad. I would hate for you guys to waste a good pick on him, and then he doesn't What's play. That? So just keep an eye on. Just keep an eye out for things like that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I would. I would agree. I think you know he has that possibility. He was he's 1800 yard running back at one point in his career. So there's no reason why he could not be that again. Um, so who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? What about what about Anthony Richardson? Is this a guy that we you know you could see as like a a a filling quarterback, or maybe if you're in that two that two quarterback league, is that a guy that you could you know take the chance on and maybe it works out? Um, maybe I I probably wouldn't. Um, I probably wouldn't. Just because you, I mean, listen, dude, college is so much different than NFL. Right. He's He's playing against guys right now um, in preseason. And so, but like it's it's preseason, all right? Mm-hmm. We're talking like when it gets started. We're talking like a full game with like right. some of the best people in the world at this sport coming at you, like wanting to rip your freaking face off. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay? This is not Florida. And don't get me wrong, he's a very big individual. Yeah. Very big man. He runs very fast, and he's a cannon. He does. I don't think it'd necessarily be bad to maybe look his way if your quarterback is on a bye week and they're playing like the Texans or something. Yeah, it's a matchup kind of quarterback. I wouldn't say that. Uh, or keep an eye. I mean, obviously, always keep an eye out for players, but like if he just goes crazy mm-hmm. and he's just freaking ripping the ball and he just having like a really good year, then yeah, yeah I would say probably snag him. Because some people are either going to want to trade you for him or you can use him and win games or whatever. But I would say as far as like drafting him right now, mm-hmm. I would probably say no. I don't even know if I'd do it for a two-quarterback league. You might right. have to in a two-quarterback league depending on how many people you have. But uh, I would say as far as like drafting him, I would say no. I, I would say don't draft him. That's a guy that you could easily pick up, I think, off the waiver wire when you need to. I, I would agree with that. He's definitely a waiver. He could be a waiver wire guy um, and whatnot. So is there anybody else before we move on to the NFC South, which has a little bit more firepower there? Um, anybody else in the AFC South that they want to talk about really quick? 
AFC South, to be honest, I mean, no. I mean, I know some people might say like Michael Pittman or something, but I don't think he's really that good. Yeah. So he'll, uh, he'll, he'd be a good flex guy, you know, matchup kind of, kind of. But it's another one that you know, we, we you could stick, you could possibly see having a breakout year. Yeah, I would. Yeah, there's not really like a lot of guys I would say look for in the AFC South. Um, yeah. Because there's just a lot. There's a lot of unknowns. So I, I would right. say as far as I would say no. Yeah. All righty. Well, there we go. We had some names, um, such as like Derrick Henry and whatnot. Um, some, some common names, but one name we didn't talk about is DeAndre Hopkins. But we'll we'll just leave him where where that's at right now. And uh, I forgot he signed with the Titans. Yeah, I would. I, forget, I would, but I, just, I would yeah. still draft him. Yeah, I would draft DeAndre. I, I would. I would still draft heartbeat. him. Yeah, heartbeat. Yeah, he's still gonna be the, he's still gonna be the guy. Yeah, he'll be going by round two, I think. DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, his second or third I, rounder. Like I, I think he'll be going like by the end of the second round. Like not, I'm not saying like by, you know, what I'm saying like not the first round. I think he'll yeah. be going by the end of the second round somewhere. I really do. So yeah, I, I could see that. I definitely could see DeAndre Hopkins being the second, a second round pick. Yeah, if he's there, if if you have a pick and he's there at the end of the second round or the third round, I would say. Yeah. Say take, take him. him. I would say take him. Submit. Yes. Dun, 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 dun. All right, let's move on to the NFC South. Honestly, I don't you know coming right off the top of my head, there, there's one there there is one team that catches my eye the most. Mm-hmm. Me too. And it's the Atlanta Falcons. It's Wait, not the Atlanta you? Falcons for you. It's, it's probably not- it's, it's, it's probably the Saints, isn't it? It is. It yeah. is the Saints. Yep. Yeah, it is so, the Saints. With, with the Atlanta Falcons, there's a lot of young, young firepower with that team. You got Bijan Robinson, Desmond Ritter, um, Kyle Pitts. There's Drake, another guy there, isn't there? Drake London. Drake London. Uh, Tyler Algier. 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 They have. I mean, those are five guys right there that could impact any fantasy league, any fantasy football league. They're Thanks all good. To, yes. Yeah. They are. They are. Desmond Ritter it could be one of those guys that's going to be, you know, a breakout quarterback this year. B. John Robinson's already getting it thrown into the top three running backs for for this year. I know you don't necessarily agree with that. That's just a terrible idea. That you, they're. What they don't understand is they're putting a lot of pressure on this guy. A lot kid. of pressure. And if he falters, it's gonna ruin. It's gonna ruin him. I yeah. promise. He. It's gonna ruin him. Everyone's showing all these plays. They look so good in practice. Mm-hmm. He's in practice playing against a Falcons right. defense that is awful. No. Uh, well. Yes. Yes. They're not. They're not good. They look good against Miami the other night. It's a preseason game. <laughs> I'm That's just fair. saying. They're everyone thinks that they're going to have a really easy time in this division or whatever. Yeah. I don't think they're going to. The Saints are just as stacked. They have Derek Carr. I know Derek Carr throws a lot of interceptions, but he's also one of the most accurate QBs in the NFL. He also That's throws for a lot of yards. He also has Michael Thomas. He also has Chris Olave. He also has Alvin Kamara. There's a Who lot else of he's suspended the first two weeks, but yeah, he has a lot of guys he can use. Right. Um, so there's a lot of guys in this conference that I would definitely say put on your team. Yeah. Yeah. That that's that's fair. That's fair. With with the Saints. 
Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean with the Falcons and Saints. Oh, yeah, guys, yeah. There's a lot of guys in this division that I would try to get on my team. Yeah. But what, what about Tampa Bay? Tampa Bay seems like the oddball out right now. Yeah. You still have Mike Evans, who ha- who's been, what, 10, nine years straight of a 1,000-yard season. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, Mike Evans. I, I, listen, Mike Evans, he's not a number one. He's definitely a number two receiver on your team. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's easy. Or flex player. There is no question about it. He definitely deserves to be in your starting lineup. Yeah. He's probably still going to be the number one receiver on the team. He's still going to catch balls. He's still going to make plays. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, Leonard Fournette, I think he could be – I think Leonard Fournette could probably be a lower RB2 or a flex player. Yeah. He's still the number one guy on that team. He's still going to run the ball a lot. He's been catching the ball more. He's still a solid running back. He's not a number one anymore, but mm-hmm. I think he's a lower RB2 flex player. Um and then is is good Godwin is that his name Goodwin, Godwin. Godwin. yeah Goodwin Goodwin um, uh, Fournette Fournette hasn't signed with anybody yet so I don't know if he's he's not going to be I thought, back I thought he, I thought he was still with the I thought he was back with the Bucks I don't think so no um and then Godwin or Goodwin whatever whoever yeah, Godwin that guy when I know I'm going to say when Tom Brady was there Plus, <laughs> yeah he's super fast he's super good he has great hands I think I don't know if I would have him as a Wide receiver two, if I had my choice, but I wouldn't be upset putting him in the flex spot. Right. Because that's a guy who could easily be like split shares with um, Mike Evans and then get you 15 points a game. And for a flex spot, if you can get like 15 a game, I think that's that's pretty solid. So, um, yeah. Panthers, there's really nobody. There's, Bryce Young is about the only guy that I could. I wouldn't. I wouldn't touch that kid with a ten foot pole. <laughs> Not for fantasy, but I mean overall, just Bryce Young is probably the most. Um, they have the, Miles Sanders as the running back, I believe. So, okay, well, I mean, he's not bad. No, but I don't think. I mean, he's not going to be great there. No, now, that that team is probably going to be the worst team. The Panthers. Yeah, they're probably the worst team in the NFL. They have yeah. a really good shot. Um, no offense to Bryce Young, I think well, he could have probably the Arizona be, Cardinals and Kyler with Kyler. Murray. I mean, they're pretty awful. Yeah, I think he could probably be good, but he could be good. Um, the Jets, um, I don't want to say anything bad. The Jets destroyed them in the hard knocks practice. Like Quentin Nelson, um, you know, you break through the line, you touch the quarterback, it counts as a sack. Yeah, right. I think, I think he had eleven touches on the on the quarterback. <laughs> so he had been, he, by himself. He basically got 11 sacks by himself running, yeah. running first string offense against a first string defense. It's a lot. Quentin Nelson's a freaking animal. He is. He's a, he is. He's a he just dude. signed that massive deal, like mm-hmm. $97 million or 92, whatever it was. Yeah. Um, yeah. I wouldn't touch, don't draft anybody from the Panthers on your team. <laughs> if you have to, maybe Miles Sanders is like a bench. Maybe Miles is like maybe. a flex guy. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Yeah. But I wouldn't have anyone on that team in my starting lineup. At all, unless I absolutely had to. There, there's, there's one guy that that every year though for me that I think, and I know you said he's probably not a wide receiver one anymore, but it's hard not to put somebody who's had what eight straight thousand yard seasons as a wide receiver one. Yes, and that is Mike Evans. Yeah, but he also had Tom Brady. Yeah, Tom Brady. And a he also had Jameis Winston, even though it was awful at throwing interceptions. 
He right. also threw for like 5,000 yards a year too. Right. They now have Baker Mayfield. Who could not be awful. Could not could be. be. Could not be awful. <laughs> but he struggled significantly. I like Baker. I always have. Yeah. He has a winning attitude. He always wants to win. But he makes very poor decisions. Does. Like just the poorest in the universe. So that's Cleveland. Yeah. And he had good talent there. Mm-hmm. He did. He had people to throw to. Right. He did. He had he at one point in time he had Nick Chubb, Landry, and OBJ. Oh no doubt. Yeah. And they hated him. Yeah. I uh, mean, I definitely would have Mike Evans as my wide receiver too. I'd have him as a wide receiver too for sure. But yeah. I mean, I think he still gets thrown into the wide receiver one mix if you're in a deep league. You're in a bad spot, yeah. Like oh yeah. Even even if you're in a ten man league, I think Mike Evans is could easily be a uh, a, a wide receiver one for for some for some of those leagues. I I don't if he's there, I might grab him. If he's in like a third fourth round kind of deal, if he's there, I'm probably going to grab him because I mean, you're looking 100%. at PPR, it's points per you know you get points per reception. He gets a lot of targets thrown to he's him. He's also the number one guy on the team, so he's going to get the true. ball a, a significant amount, like yeah. as always. He's been the number one guy on that team for years, too. Yeah. Listen, pr- production speaks for itself. He's yeah. had eight years, a thousand yards in a row, or th- thousand yards. He's probably going to do it again with yeah. another crappy quarterback, and he's going to get points, and he's going to catch the ball, and he's going to get you probably mm-hmm. 12 to 15 points, if not more, a game. Right. And as a wide receiver, two or a flex spot, I think that's all you can really ask for. Right. To be honest. Yeah. You want yeah. you want production, you want consistency. Mike Evans is the guy. Absolutely. You want to if he's there in the third round, fourth round, I would probably say grab him. Yeah, that's just me. I would probably say snag him. Oh yeah, I would. That time receivers are going to be he going yeah. away. So. He played he played fourteen games or fifteen games last year and still had a thousand yards. So yeah. it's pretty solid. He's good, he's man. Solid. You can't very complain consistent. about that. No, he's very consistent. Yeah, probably. One, probably the most consistent wide receiver in terms of consistency. Right. Uh, staying on the track of, of guys that – well, I wouldn't say this guy's necessarily consistent because he's struggled in his couple of years in the NFL so far. Uh, we've talked about him before on the show. Mm. I can't get stuff to pull up. It's Kyle Pitts. Is he in for a breakout year? Could it, this finally be the season where we see the hype that Kyle Pitts was supposed to bring to to that tight end position in Atlanta? Um, I don't know. I think he I think he could have a good year. Yeah. But it's hard for me to say for sure that he is going to. Mm-hmm. Um, they've had a whole year to kind of get a team together yeah. and create some chemistry. So they've done a good job at it. Maybe Desmond Ritter. Um created some type of rapport with him. Yeah. But I would I would expect a better year, but I wouldn't keep my hopes high of like a Mark Andrews yeah, I don't know if it's, type of year. I yeah. wouldn't keep my eyes open for that. But I don't know if it's there yet, but do I think he could do I think it could be your starting tight end for fantasy? Yeah. I think so. I think he could I think he's gonna have a better year this year than he has before. I, I can see that. I think I think like what you know we we've talked about the Falcons before and Kyle Pitts, um, that he could be in for that kind of breakout year. Um, 
breakout year down there. I mean, he hasn't overall. I mean, his first year in Atlanta, he had a thousand yards tight end, even though he only had a touchdown, one touchdown, but he had 68 receptions. So you're looking again at PPR points per reception. That's 68 points, I believe, right, right there. You get a point for catch and a point yeah. for 10 yards. Your point for catch and then point, yeah, for every 10 yards. So it's, it's a solid. For a tight end, that's decent. Yeah. Um, he only had well, the one touchdown is the thing that scares me. He's had three touchdowns in his career. Yeah, that's the only bad part, man. That's he's, the part that scares me. But he's also had some shitty QBs, too. Sorry. He's had Matt Ryan, who's really who was on the decline of his year, right. really bad. They had Mariota, who basically quit on the team in the middle of the season. Yeah. And, okay. not with the- and then they threw Desmond Ritter in there with a guy who played four games and had new, had absolutely no idea what was going on. Yeah. Okay. So this year, okay, they are now taking a step forward and they are, they built chemistry with Ritter. And that's the hope is right. that they built chemistry and they're going to be able to move forward and maybe actually do something because there is some talent on this offense. You mm-hmm. do have Kyle Pitts. You do have Drake London. Okay. Yeah. You do have uh, Tyler Algier. Who's okay? He's okay. I don't. I would never draft him. He's going to be a really good slot guy when they move him from running back position to a slot receiver. I would never draft him. <clears throat> we had one guy in our league when he first came out drafting. He's like, I got a steal. Um, and he was <laughs> terrible. D. Tyler Algier is not it. Um, but he does have talent. He can run the ball. Yeah. Um, he might be like a good bench player. And then Bijan, if he turns out the way that people hope that he turns out, yeah, that's. That's that's gonna take a lot of pressure off Ritter to be able to hand the ball to a guy like him. Yeah. Okay. So the hope is that with the chemistry created and the hope that Bijan's gonna be good, that maybe the run game could be finally established consistently. Okay. They had Cordell Patterson, who had good games, but I don't mm-hmm. think the running game was consistent. So if Bijan's good, consistency opens up the pass game. And then maybe Kyle Pitts can be good. Right. Yeah. So that's the hope in my eyes. Yeah. So is there is there anybody else in the NFC South that, that you, that you kind of want to talk about really quick? And um, I mean Bijan, maybe I. It's what, it's hard it's hard to really. What see was your hype on him? Because you were you ranked him high on on your ranking list. You ranked him <laughs> high. Did? Yes, you did. Yes. I don't remember that. Yeah, you ranked him high. I think he's going to be – I think he'll have a solid year. And it's in a, a a almost comparable division to the the AFC South. You have the Saints who are a giant question mark. The Panthers, a giant question mark. The Buccaneers, a giant, probably awful first overall pick team this year. I think that the that Bijan could be that – that the top running back in in the in at least the NFC South, I think he'd be better than Kamara. He can be better than than Miles Sanders. He can be better than, yeah, I said yeah, he can be better than Kamara. Can be can, can be. I don't even know who the running back is for the Saints right now, Maybe or for the Kamara or for the Bucks. The Bucks? Oh God, I have no idea. Do they have a running? Like they have to have a running. They back. have to, right? So, um. But I can't tell you off the top of my head who the running back is for the Buccaneers. Probably should be able to, but I can't. Just because you're not talking about it. Rashad White. Rashad. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, he should be a pretty decent player. 
fantasy. Don't draft, don't draft anyone besides Mike Evans or Godwin from the from the Bucks. From the Bucks. Yeah, until until we see what they're going to be like. Yeah, yeah. I 100 agree with that. There's a lot of bad people on there. Yeah. Uh, I think he could be. Bijan could be a very a very good running back, and he could be a very impactful player in a lot of leagues. And surprise, it's it's hard because you we can't we don't know what he's going to do yet because it's his rookie year. And he's yeah. getting a lot of hype. He is for things that are being done in practice. I know, but he's getting it was before that though. He's getting a lot of hype and already being compared with some of the greats of the NFL. Just be weary, guys. If you guys decide some people are like taking him in the top ten. Yeah, it's a very good possibility that he does somewhere I'm in, just, in leagues go top ten. If not top five, just because just, the hype is behind yeah. it. Just watch yourself because if you waste a top pick on him and then he's poo-poo, right. you wasted a number one pick on a guy who you, who has not played a single actual snap in the NFL. I'm not talking preseason. I'm right. talking an actual NFL game where everything is 100% because if you sit there and tell me that these guys are trying their full hearts out in preseason, you're lying to yourself. They're not. And They're most not. of it is second and third string starters, Okay. This is a guy who has not taken a snap in a single 150 yep. million percent full throttle NFL game yet. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm not saying he can't be good. I hope the kid is great. Yeah, I do too. I do too. I hope he's great because that because that means I have another player to look forward to in fantasy. Okay. But I personally would never ever in the history of ever, 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 and sprinkle some more ever on top of it. Waste a number one pick, one through ten or one through twelve, okay, on a guy that has not played a single snap of an actual NFL game yet. Yeah. Ever. That's just me. I hope he is good. I hope I eat my words on it. I'm not saying he's going to be bad. I don't think he will be bad. I think he'll be good, but I wouldn't rank him. I wouldn't take him top ten. I wouldn't say he's a top five running back or anything like that as of right now because we haven't seen anything. But just keep that in mind. Try not to I, don't, don't waste a pick on someone that you haven't seen yet. That's yeah. Just me. Yeah. But if you do do it and he works out, then that was a good pick. That's true. It's a good pick because some people are saying that he could be the leading the, the rushing leader this year. There are some guys who have him as the rushing leader, like when the season's over with. So, um, yeah, the hope is there. Just remember. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 yeah, I, I, I can't say anything else. I don't know what else to say about that. You pretty much hit the hammer with the nail. Um, when it comes, when it comes to that, uh, I, I don't have anybody left in the NFC or AFC South that, that we could talk about. No, there's not, I don't, there's not really like a whole lot of guys. No, not really. Um, so some, some behind the scenes stuff though, which is kind of neat. So we we're, we're looking at doing a fantasy football league from, it's like some of the VSN uh, folks, Variety Sports Network folks here. Um, what we're talking about right now is doing it by shows. So far out of, far into the bench would have their team. Oh, God. We would have a team. Oh, God. Adi Falcon Mine would have a team. Woo Pig Weekly guys would have a team. And that's how we're possibly looking at setting it up, which I think could be pretty fun. Yeah. Doing it like by it. shows instead of individuals. Yeah. No, I like it. And I yeah. feel bad for everybody else. <laughs> oh, already we haven't even agreed 
We haven't even said that Listen, we would do it. Man, but. There's nothing wrong with admitting that. There's nothing wrong with accepting defeat. That's true. Just saying, guys. That's true. Okay. So, it, you other other shows here in the Variety Sports Network, you know, you better watch out because we're we're coming at you. Same. Just yeah. add this is our commitment to the BSN Dynasty. I guess it's Dynasty from the sounds. If you're of it. not first, you're last. Yep. There's a reason why we have those right there. Yeah, and there's, I mean, some, some people just can't be first all the time. <laughs> uh, it's gonna be fun. I can't wait for this. I'm gonna bring some awesome content to the show too. Uh, so super excited about that as well. Um, you got anything else else for us today? No. No. Okay. I ain't got anything else. No. It's really cool. Thanks for watching. We appreciate it. Make sure you head up in the clutch, all caps, Variety Sports Network. Get you 10% off. And this thing back here, this is Boomtown Whiskey from Old Humble Distilling uh, Distilling Company out of Texas. They're a fantastic group of guys. Um, got to work with Joseph. Got to talk to him a little bit. Also giving you uh, another code here. Uh, it's all cap or it's, is it all caps Variety Sports? I don't remember which one it is. I think it's all. I think it's all. I think it's variety sports as well. It gets you free shipping on two bottles of, of some of that stuff back there. It's awesome whiskey. You get a chance. Make sure you head over to the website, Old Humble Distillery. Um, other than that, let's see. Let's see. We got a little comment. We got a live. Oh, it says live draft. Do a live draft. Live draft. Live draft. I mean, hey, I'm 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 down to do whatever. <laughs> I am. It's going to be fun. I can't wait for this fantasy football dynasty league right here. The brightest sports network to get started. Make sure you check out and we're, we're, we're going to run with this also. Um, it is. Uh, it's the Thursday night wars, basically. So we have four shows that run on Thursday nights, which is probably four of the more popular shows that are here. Variety sports network. It's this show. Uh, Audio Falcon Mind, seventh inning stretch, and then the Saturday Showdown, which is a college football show, all tonight. So make sure you give us the likes, give us the watches, whatever you got to do. Make sure that we win tonight's Thursday Night War uh, here for the win, which is your fantasy football show. Uh, another great show. Thank you, Dylan, for for being a part of it. Appreciate oh, it, and uh, let's uh, let's kick it out. Kick it out. I don't like that. And I'm not going to say, no, I'm not going to do that again. Sorry about that, folks. We'll just see you next week. Yeah. Hey, this is Brandon, CEO of the Variety Sports Network. Thank you again for watching tonight's show. Best way you can support us is by hitting that subscribe button, that like button, and hitting the notification so you don't miss out on the next show right here on the Variety Sports Network.